Hi, Methuselah. So fun fact about Methuselah is we have uh, two other lungfish in another habitat here. And the plan originally was to have them all three together. Um, but Methuselah, turns out, doesn't like roommates. And so she demanded she wanted to come back to her own habitat. So that's why Methuselah's over here, while we have our other lungfish, Australian lungfish, over in the other habitat. But being 83, 84, she gets what she wants, you know? She doesn't want roommates. Yeah. Do you think she's a diva? Um, she gets treated like a diva, definitely. I think she could definitely just be an older lady who, like, has her habits and has what she wants and yeah. won't take anything less, you know? Absolutely. Like, she knows what she wants and that's how it's going to go. So yep. she's like Cher. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cher, including the one name. She's only Methuselah, no last name. You just heard Ryan Schaefer, keeper of Methuselah, the record-setting fish at the Cal Academy of Sciences. Methuselah arrived to San Francisco in 1938, Heather, when Diane Feinstein was just four years old. Amazing run. Yes, that is amazing. If only Methuselah could talk and tell us all the changes that she's seen in the city since arriving decades ago. It would be weird, but it would be cool. Yeah, I'd definitely read a Methuselah memoir. <laughs> um, we're in Animal Month. Our official Animal of San Francisco endeavor is, I'd call it a massive success. What, what adjective would you use? Oh, there's so many choices. Astounding, huge, incredible. I'm very surprised and pleased that thousands of people have cast their votes in the first few days. Yeah, more than 10,000. Voting has closed. We are in the Elite Eight now, and voting will resume on Monday with the final eight animals. Sea lions getting almost 30% of the vote in the first round. Wild parrots and crabs also doing well. Any surprises for you, Heather? I knew that um, parrots and sea lions would um, be in the tops, but I didn't expect sea lions to be doing that well. It's a big surprise, but a good one. I love sea lions. Yeah, I'm surprised with a couple that aren't doing as well. Seagulls, I thought would be in the top four. I'm wondering if, like me, a lot of people have been pooped on a seagull and had that memory (laughs) when they were voting. I was pooped on with my children while we were eating at the Pacifica Taco Bell. I saw you got pooped on one time by a different bird at Pier 39, so you seem to attract that kind of behavior. I also think people might be mad at seagulls for stealing their garlic fries at Oracle Park. Yeah, I do feel bad. Uh, Oracle Siegel, who we follow on Twitter, good friend of Total SF. Um, I wanted more for the Seagulls. I'm also surprised by the Mission Blue Butterfly, uh, which is in fifth place, and the San Francisco Garter Snake, which made the cut. Two things I had never heard of, but they're native species in the Bay Area, and I think people really rallied around them for that reason. Yes, and I want it to be known for the record that I thought of Mission Blue Butterflies like 30 seconds before we hit the button on this project, so they slid in at the last second. Yeah, it was part of our last-minute negotiations, which was influenced by what our readers and listeners were telling us. Um, Also, part of that deal was the corgis. You have been dumping on corgis (laughs) on social media. I have to ask you, why do you hate corgis? Did a, did, a cor- <laughs> did a corgi dump you on your birthday or sell you some counterfeit Lizzo tickets? <laughs> what happened with you and corgis? 
Nothing. My two boys love corgis. They point them out all the time. I have friends who have corgis. Corgis are very cute, but I just thought we should have the category be dogs. Nobody associates corgis with San Francisco, but everybody associates dogs in general. And you just had to have it your way, and it had to specifically be corgis. And look what happened to them. They're out. They did not make the top eight. Okay, I think if we had had dogs they would be finished like number 16. They would have been dead last. (laughs) Yeah, right. But we'll never know. We'll never know. (laughs) Uh, I can tell we're going to be fighting about this forever. uh, So let's shelve it for now. Voting starts again Monday with our Elite Eight. So look for that. Use the hashtag OfficialAnimalSF on social media when you're voting. And today... Methuselah, Ryan Schaefer is our guest. He's a biologist at the Cal Academy. Methuselah is the oldest fish in a zoological setting. We'll talk about the quirks, the highs and lows of being a super old fish uh, (laughs) in one of our um, most important museums in San Francisco. I also think that we should basically just announce that we've opened up a Total SF Bureau at the Cal Academy. We've been there so often lately. We basically know all of them by name. Yeah, and I have actually been working on two other projects that involve the archive of the Cal Academy. It's a fun place to visit. I will defend our recent obsession with penguins and super old fish and monarch the bear that's on the California flag. I'm Peter Hartlob here with Heather Knight, who once knew a corgi who got her in a Ponzi scheme. And this is Total SF. Thank you very much. Ryan Schaefer, welcome to Total SF, and thank you for talking to us about the Steinhardt Aquarium's really, really, really old fish. Absolutely, yeah. Methuselah is one of my favorite animals, and any chance to talk about her and brag about her, I'm always up for it. Yeah, so I wrote about Methuselah last year. It was my most read story of the year by far. Um, the people are clearly clamoring for facts about the Australian lungfish. Pretty fascinating animal. Yeah, absolutely. They're um, one of the oldest types of animals. They haven't really evolved from what they kind of evolved from. Um, they've been around for thousands of years with not much changing. Hmm. So they're, um, <clears throat> they're adapted to perfectly what they need to be in Australia, um, and they're found in a pretty small area, so it doesn't surprise me that when people hear about this amazing animal, um, they've never heard of it before, and so they want to know more things. Well, before we get to Methuselah, tell us about you. Did you love fish when you were growing up? Yeah, actually, I've, I've always loved animals. Um, believe it or not, uh, I wanted to work with big cats, leopards specifically, uh, and then I learned how to scuba dive in middle school, and I never went back on land. Um, <laughs> I just stayed in the water. Um, Anything from freshwater, uh, I specialize in corals right now. Uh, cuttlefish are another one of my loves. Um, and working at the academy, I got the privilege of being thrown on the Methuselah team and, and working with Methuselah and, and learning all about her and her personality and, and what makes her so special. I have to ask you where you got certified as a scuba diver. I'm a scuba diver too. I love Yeah, I, I was lucky. I grew up in Southern California near Santa Barbara, so um, I grew up learning how to scuba dive on the Channel Islands, uh, specifically Santa Cruz. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So yeah, I've, I've been able to scuba dive all over the world. So. And do you ever do it in the tanks here? Oh, I do it every day. Uh, not every day, every other day. So uh -huh. um, well, I was diving yesterday and I get to dive tomorrow morning. Um, and I mostly dive in our coral reef habitat. And so it's like I'm on vacation in the mornings and, and then I get out and I realize, oh, I'm at work. But I do love what I do. So I'm, I'm very, uh, very lucky. How did you wind up at the Steinhardt Aquarium? Um, well, I grew up in the Bay Area, and so uh, my dad, or grew up in Southern California, my dad lived up here, uh, and so when I'd come up and visit my dad uh, every other weekend, uh, Steinhardt was one of the places that we'd come visit. Mm -hmm. um, it definitely got my underwater fix, and uh, I knew once I realized that this was something I wanted to do as a career, that the Academy of Sciences and Steinhardt and specifically was a place that was like, it was a goal of mine. Mm -hmm. And so just working my way out, I started working in Hawaii where I went to school, um, cleaning dolphin tanks. They're a lot dirtier than most people realize, um, but I got a lot of great experience there and then uh, graduated, went down to San Diego at the Birch Aquarium in La Jolla, stayed there for a few years, and then I kind of snuck my way back up here um, with Charles Delbeck, who was the curator at the time, mm -hmm. uh, and kind of got in with him and he had a job opening and I just, I went for it. How many I, years ago I, is that? Uh, it's been about five years. Cool. Yeah. And we looked at your LinkedIn, and you have experience in, quote, captive seahorse husbandry. Absolutely. Give us some of your favorite seahorse facts. Um, my favorite seahorse facts? Well, everyone knows the, the male holds the babies. Um, and that's the way it most, should always be. Right? That's, that's <laughs> what, uh, that, you know, I get that comment every time I say it. Um, uh, the reason why is... Uh, it's a lot of effort and a lot of energy gets put into making eggs. And so if the female had this big old pouch full of babies, she wouldn't be able to go around and get all the food she needs to make more eggs. And so that's why they pass it along to the male. So the male has the pouch, kind of like a kangaroo. They pass the eggs uh, into the male. So the male doesn't need to eat a lot because he's not making eggs. Uh, and so now the female doesn't have the eggs, doesn't have to raise the babies in the pouch. And so she's free to just go eat more food and I like make this. more eggs so they can do multiple <laughs> babies all year long. Well, my understanding is Methuselah is, and I won't get the wording right, the oldest fish in a zoological setting. Is that, the, how, how do we hedge this? Yeah, so Methuselah is uh, considered the oldest fish in human care. Um, and so that includes aquariums, public, uh, public uh, aquariums, private aquariums, people's homes. Um, she is considered. Do people have lungfish in their homes? Uh, I'm sure they have in the past, I'm, and I'm sure there's probably some people that still do because wow. the animals live so long. Um, I don't know any personally, but <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised that hobbyists somewhere have a lungfish. Do we know how old she is? I mean, how do you kind of estimate it? I know she got here in 1938, which is amazing. But do we have an idea what her age is? We don't know exactly how old she is. Uh, she was. Um, not fully grown when she arrived in 38, but she was close to it. And so we estimated right now, we think she's in her 90s, maybe even 100. Uh, but believe it or not, we actually have uh, taken samples, some tissue samples from her, and we sent it out to a lab in Australia who is able to determine how old they are. Uh, and so there's been other lungfish and uh, human care that have taken samples, and so it's all kind of being analyzed, and we're hoping to hear in the next couple months. Mm -hmm. But um, you don't have the answer yet. We don't have the answer yet. Well, you I have wish to I did. give us the exclusive. Absolutely. You guys have it. Yeah, well, we'll make sure you guys are the ones to, to, to break the news. <laughs> what if she's like 160? I mean, oh, that'll my be, God. Be oh, it'll blow my mind. Front page yeah. headline. <laughs> Absolutely. How did she get here? Yeah, so she was brought over on... Um, 
trying to remember the line. The uh, it was a, a ship that came from Australia. Uh, she was brought over with other samples for the original Steinhardt, um, and so she's been. She came over by ship. You know, but she didn't swim over here. Unfortunately, <laughs> she's a freshwater fish, and that would have been a long trek. But coming over for that that long of a boat ride, that's still pretty pretty long, um, and still be here that long. It's amazing. Why well, I. I Dug around in the archive for um, His favorite every, saying. Oh, awesome. every, everything we have on Methuselah. And first of all, 1938, Al Capone is still in Alcatraz in 1938. I heard she helped him. <laughs> yeah, it might have been. <laughs> Golden Gate Bridge was just one year old. Willie Mays was six years old. And Joe Biden was four years away from being born. He wow, wasn't wow. even born yet. That's when Methuselah arrived here, not when Methuselah was born. Came on a steamship from Australia, Matson Liner. There it is, Matson Liner. Yeah, and then um, first mention in the Chronicle was in 1947. Uh, just a little note in Herb Kane's column. It was one of his earlier columns. The most valuable fish at the Steinhardt Aquarium are a pair of Australian lungfish, the alleged missing link between terrestrial and aquatic animals. And then way, way, way in the future, in 1994, um, he had another note about uh, Methuselah and talking about Methuselah, and they had named a fish, I guess another one of the lungfish, they named it Herb Kane, you know. <laughs> and then I love what he says at the end, lungfish have been around for millions of years, and I consider that a good omen. Gad, I hope it's not on the menu at Tadich Grill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was very funny. And 1988 is when Methuselah got her name, uh, John McCosker, yep. who I've interviewed Makes before. I, I think he still roams these halls. Um, very good showman, along with being an incredible biologist. And on Methuselah's 50th birthday, they gave Methuselah the name Methuselah. Hmm, there we go. And at the time, I mean, we had stories in the 80s talking about how old this fish is. Here it is, you know, close to 40 years later. And she's still uh, making headlines. Still doing good. Still looks <laughs> still good. Too. She does look great. Yeah, yeah. she's she got a little age. gray, but, you know, that's a good gray. <laughs> good gray. It's more of a silver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll be right back after this short break. So I'll be honest, when I send an email to Cal Academy for anything, usually either the subject line or the first sentence is, is Methuselah okay? <laughs> you know, I always want the update. Fish you're, being, you're a fan is I'm, what I'm I'm hearing. a big fan, big but I'm fan. concerned too. As a keeper, do you walk in and check that? Is that Are foremost you in your mind? Too? Yeah, honestly, that she's pretty much the first animal I check on um, the minute I come into the building uh, before I even hit my desk. Uh, one of my biggest fears is to be one of the biologists. I mean, she's been taken care of by hundreds of biologists that she's been here. One of my fears is that she's going to be the one, or I'm going to be the one that she passes away with. And I'm just like, I don't want that. I want you to live for another hundred biologists after that. And so one of the first animals, if not the first one I check on is Methuselah. Would that be a ding on your resume? I sure hope not. You know, I, I hope at least at this point it's like we don't know how old they get. And so I'm like, okay, this is how old they get. And I just happen to be the one there. Yeah. Um, but I actually like to consider it's a, a, a plus on my resume that I get to be one of the biologists that takes care of Methuselah, the oldest uh, fish in human care. Wow. Something to brag about. i got to sure. put that on my LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, the fish looks very prehistoric. We just got to see um, you and another biologist attempt to feed her. She wasn't too excited today to eat the worms you were offering. But um, tell us what's special about the Australian lungfish. Yes, Australian lungfish are one of a few different species of fish that have a very primitive lung. And so the reason why they have that, it's, it's more like a sac that kind of assists their gills into um, getting oxygen. And so they'll come up every once in a while, cool put air. They're not breathing air like we are. Um, they're holding it in kind of a pouch. And so they release that and it goes through their gills. Very complicated process. I, we could do a whole other podcast on that. Um, but the reason why they have that, that, uh, that ability to do that is in Australia, they live in um, slow-moving pools, rivers, that sometime during droughts or dry years will dry up into really small pools where the oxygen gets really low. Um, and fish get most of their oxygen through their gills, but if there's not a lot of oxygen in that water, fish will basically drown. Um, it's weird saying fish drowned. Yeah. Um, kind of blows people's mind, but that is something that can happen. Um, but with Australian lungfish, they have that lung to kind of assist that that oxygen change um, in our habitat that she's in she doesn't need to come up for air as much because we have constant life support systems adding air moving water so there's a lot of oxygen in there but in the wild if it were if they were stuck in a pool that didn't have a lot of water flow bringing oxygen into the water they can just go up gulp some air come back down and uh, wait for the the rainy seasons hmm. to come back and are they a hard fish to care for in, a, in an aquarium setting um, with that ability, believe it or not, they're not super hard. Uh, I would say the hardest thing is just making sure their water stays nice and clean. Um, they, when, when they go to the bathroom, it's, it's a big, it's a big load. Um, <laughs> is, is how I can how describe often? it. Thank you for uh, uh, stating that scientifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, it, it's a big one. And so they do it about once or twice a week. Oh. Um, and with a big diet of, of earthworms and prawns and, um, fruits and everything like it's it can really muck up the water mm. who uh, has to clean so, that do you uh, unfortunately I do and and some of the other biologists that yeah. have to um, but luckily we have a lot of uh, mechanical techniques that that move the water around mm -hmm. and really I think about all the stuff that we have to do to take care of her all we have all this new technology all these uh, new techniques that have been developed over the years and then to think back of when she first got here all the work that the biologists had to do back then is just mind-blowing because uh, you know, I sometimes feel like I'm overwhelmed, even though I have all this technology helping me. And then I look back at some of the old pictures of the men with, like, steel pipes and overalls and nets. And I'm like, they must have had to do even more work because um, they didn't even have that technology. And so um, I wouldn't say they're the hardest animal, um, but they're definitely one that keeps us busy. Mm. Well, last time we were here was to interview Claude, the albino alligator's keeper. And we learned about the very salacious um, separation of him and Bonnie oh, involving yes. an amputated toe. Um, we know that Methuselah lives on her own. Is there some backstory like that? There is. So um, if you come to the Steinhardt Aquarium, Cal Academy, um, you'll see we have two habitats um, with Australian lungfish. We have uh, another one that has two. Um, they don't have as exciting names. They're big and medium, or small and medium. Um, and Methuselah was actually supposed to move into that habitat with them, so we would have three. And over the course of uh, about four weeks, we noticed that when she would be in the habitat with the other two, they're a lot younger and smaller than her. Um, at least we believe so. Um, they've been only been here for a little bit. Uh, she would lay upside down, and, and most people that have a fish, 
realize like an upside down fish, that's not her good. So it would freak us out because we would go in, what's wrong with her? And then we would put our hands in there and she'd upright just be like, I'm just laying backwards. And so we would, we brought her off um, display and put her into a back habitat uh, to kind of look at her, have our vets take a look at her. I'm and imagining would, that like kids are like, mommy, the fish is dead. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's, you know, we, the first animal we check on is Methuselah. So normally we would catch that before it's open, but um, that is a fear that we didn't want has an animal ever died while kids are looking at it? Um, usually smaller animals. Like uh, I, I care for cuttlefish. Uh-huh. Cuttlefish only live for about a year, or mm-hmm. the, the the dwarf cuttlefish um, that I take care of. And so sometimes those will just die like halfway through the day, and you're just like, oh no, it's fine. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's sleeping. It it's just turned different colors. <laughs> um, and so those are the usually nothing big has ever happened um, at least since I've been here. Uh, but once we moved Methuselah into the back with no roommates, as I like to call them, um, she wouldn't flip over. She would just be normal. And so we were like, okay, maybe she just doesn't want roommates. Uh, you know, 80-something-year-old fish. If I'm 80-something-year-old, I don't think I'm going to want roommates. Uh, You're just going to so flop over and I'm just going to flop over away and throw a fit. Um, and so that's why Methuselah has her own habitat. And we had actual other plans to do with that habitat that she's in now. Um, but she was like, nope, that's my apartment. That's where I'm going to live. Um, no roommates. You can have the roommates on the other one. So small and medium live happily in their, their round tank, um, and Methuselah lives happily in her habitat. How old are the others? We're not exactly sure. They've been here, I don't know the exact date. I want to say 10, um, 10 years. I think they came when this building was pretty new. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was sometime a few years after 2008. But they've been here since I've been here. So I I visited last year and wrote a story, and she just reminded me so much of a puppy. And the biologist I was talking to, I think it was Alan Jan, Mm -hmm. said that she likes belly rubs. It ended up up in our headline, but then I later thought, was he putting me on? (laughs) I mean, she she definitely does, and I think it's a lungfish thing because uh, medium and small also come up and, and we interact with them and we give them belly rubs. I actually think my favorite thing to do with Methuselah is giving her a chin rub, so right under the chin. Um, I think it's I put that on her because that's what I do with my dogs at home. But she definitely has that very gentle puppy feel. Uh, she's not as like playful as a puppy, but at 80-something years old, I wouldn't expect her to. But belly rubs, I would say she actually enjoys them. Well, as you know, we've nominated Methuselah for our official Animal of San Francisco contest um, with voting all throughout March. Can you make an argument that Methuselah is the coolest animal in San Francisco? Absolutely. Uh, All the other animals on that list have not been here in San Francisco as long as Methuselah has. If there's anybody that is more San Francisco than anybody in this city, it's Methuselah. She's been here longer than everyone. She's seen the... uh, city evolve into what it is today go through its phases so if there's some animal in san francisco that is san francisco that's methuselah (laughs) i think about it like diane feinstein as a small child probably went and saw methuselah jerry garcia as a small child probably went and saw methuselah rita moreno you know i'm just naming all the famous people (laughs) all the all the famous san franciscans nancy pelosi yes absolutely Uh, I went to the aquarium in the 1970s and 1980s when I was a kid, and it made me wonder, seeing Methuselah, are there other fish here and reptiles who were around when those of us who've been going here for a while were kids? Are there other old 
animals here? Um, in this current building, I, I believe Methuselah is the only one. Um, yeah. Claude is a, a newer alligator to this building. Uh, it's not the same Claude yeah. that uh, people saw as kids. Um, but I know there are like sea turtles and other facilities throughout the United States um, that can be around for a very long time as well. Um, but Methuselah is the oldest. Again, that's why she should win. <laughs> Does Methuselah ever get mad that Cloud gets so much attention? Like, kind of like an inner uh, I think she's pretty humble. I think she's a humble animal, and so she'll let Claude get the attention. Sometimes I don't think Claude wants all the attention. It's like, <laughs> you guys, go. there's a much older animal down there that you don't even know about. Um, and that is one of the fun things I like to do is uh, during the mornings when we have all the school groups come around, she's in such a spot that you wouldn't even think that this animal is as special as she is until you start reading about her. Mm-hmm. And I'll walk by every once in a while and I hear a little girl or a little boy in a school and be like, you guys, this animal's been here since 1938. It's older than my grandma. <laughs> and I'm like, that's true. And, and at that point, it's like I know she won somebody over. It's like Claude yeah. is... You know, who cares it's about Claude? It's another vote at this for point? her. For yeah, it's who cares animal. about Claude? You know, this is this animal that I can't believe has been here for that long. And then the kids say, and she just went to the bathroom. It's <laughs> incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Can you see signs that Methuselah is slowing down, that Methuselah is getting older? I mean, just compared to the other lungfish or even other fish here. Absolutely. Yeah. If um, What I should have done was taking you guys to see the other lungfish, too. You would send uh, a big difference. The other lungfish are a lot more active. Um, so you'll see them swimming around their habitat. Uh, they come up more often to feed. Um, whereas Methuselah's kind of over the years just kind of, I'm going to hang out, you know. I think that's why she didn't like to have the roommates. It's like, you got these little youngins bugging me. I'm just trying to live my life, my older years, relaxed. I don't need to move. Meanwhile, they're just like, well, we're going to keep swimming. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely noticed that she's, uh, she's slowing down, getting older. That's, uh, there's a lesson here. The key to longevity is to just sit and don't move and <laughs> eat your figs yeah figs, figs and earthworms <laughs> we can all take a lesson well this was a lot of fun thank you for showing us methuselah i hope that i can come back and visit on a more active day absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah next time we'll uh we'll kind of bring you in on fig season i didn't get to see the belly rubs yeah uh, yeah well we'll get you back out here <laughs> okay. when she wins yeah we'll yeah. bring oh, it on yeah. out and we'll, we'll and make when sure you we'll find out how old she really is absolutely yep. <laughs> the breaking news yeah well thank you very much and uh i think methuselah is awesome first thing i see when i come here now just check it out do a health check yeah you Every- skip right through claude right <laughs> skip yeah. by claude all right we got a vote over here <laughs> make sure know what make, you're sure, for. make sure methuselah is okay <laughs> good good well i appreciate you all coming out today and um like i said i, I love talking about methuselah she's an interesting animal and uh I don't think she gets all the the fame she deserves, but I also think she's pretty humble, so she doesn't really want as much fame. Well, I think Um, you got her some votes today. Good, good. I sure (laughs) hope so. You're her campaign manager. Good, good. I don't want. She hired me, and I don't want to get fired. (laughs) Then I'm going to be eating earthworms. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Our music today is from the Sunset Shipwrecks, Castro organ player David Hegarty, and cable car bell ringing from eight-time champion Byron Cobb. Support Total SF in the newsroom that creates it by investing in a digital Chronicle edition. It's less expensive than you think at sfchronicle.com slash pod.
it. I've missed that so much.